Hey everybody, welcome to the Video Game Hour. Uh, this is your introduction. The rest of the show will cost $10. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha! Canned laughter because we had to dump the original intro. My joke's still funny. Hi everybody, this is Connor McGraw. I'm joined by Hunter Davenport. What up? That was me slapping my knee if you weren't, if you were curious what that sound was. <laughs> and Alan Muir. Fuck X-Men Destiny. Somebody had to say it. Uh, that joke at the beginning was topical, please. This week's episode is about the good, the bad, the ugly of DLC. And there's a lot. Which we got, I got a, Connor, you were, that was, I never, never would have thought to do a show on DLC. Um, this idea pops in my head out of nowhere, too. And it's kind of like a touchy subject, so I'm it sure it's going to make a lot of people very angry with this episode. I, I hope it doesn't make people angry. Um, I hope it makes people think, because I think a lot of people might agree with us, that uh, I would venture to say most times uh, DLC can be kind of a ripoff. Depending on what the content is, however. Like, if you make something good, then, you know, money. If you make something that's worth someone's money, I don't think it's a bad thing. But in the case of, like, I don't know, uh, I'm just going to get rolling. Uh, the WB games, as of the last few years, are just the most egregious examples of uh, padding out content for a few extra bucks here and there. Oh, are you talking about Arkham Knight? Ah! Because there's no DLC for that one, which is good. I disagree. I thoroughly enjoyed the, uh, what is it, the, the Season of Villainy crap? No, 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 that was the last one. Wait, which Arkham game you say? Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah, that's the season of villainy is Arkham Knight. That had that had Raish, Mr. Freeze. Uh, no, no, Croc. that's only one of the DLCs. I'm talking about the the rest of them, like the Batgirl one, the uh, Robin. I one. haven't t- I haven't touched the Batgirl what? or the Red Hood ones, um, but I love all the costumes. Isn't Arkham Knight the one with uh, the the Harley Quinn DLC? Or is that Arkham City? That's Arkham, Arkham City. No, no, no. That's Arkham Knight. It's a pro, it's an a prologue deal. It's prologue. Yeah, that. Oh wait, not Arkham Arkham end, City. Anything. Arkham City had the epilogue with Harley Quinn and Robin. No, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> Arkham City had the uh, Catwoman DLC. No, Arkham City had an epilogue where you play as Robin and you go fight Harley Quinn because she's kidnapped Batman. I played through it. It's not very fun. Um, it's kind of short. It also it it restricts you to just playing inside the what is it? The steel factory, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, over it. Industries. Yeah, it confines you into that building, and you don't get to run around as Robin on the in the rest of the Arkham City map. It's kind no. of it's, yeah. It, it's not very it's not very fun. It's kind of boring. Yeah, and it's over in you know a few hours, and that's it. Like, um, uh-huh. I think most of the Arkham games DLC is kind of like that, where some it's of it... Very, it's very hit and miss. Yeah. Like, I didn't play the Mr. Free stuff for Arkham Knight, but... Or the... I have, I have not touched the Arkham Origins DLC. Really? Um, I went to install... I had it, I'm pretty sure I purchased it. And every time I went to install it, it just, it had some kind of glitch. And it would never work. It wouldn't even stall properly, uh, which is just that's I, I've 
chalking that to part of the issues of that game's launch, where it was just fucking, it was buggy as shit. Interesting. When I first got that game, and we'll save, you know, most of this talk for an Arkham episode, but when I first got that game, I tried flying as Batman, and then he would go into an indefinite glide, uh, and every surface would become intangible, and he would just phase through them. Yeah, he would become, like, he would just, like, fly to the floor, and you could just, like, yep, keep going. Until until the game crashed. But anyway, uh, I, it, I don't know. The DLC for Arkham has always been kind of spotty. I, no, what I was going to say is it's not as aggressive uh, and transparent as the WWE 2K games. Huh. Which have some of the worst uh, instances of trying to nickel and dime the player out of as much money as possible. Not, th- Connor, it hasn't been ju- just 2K. It's been since when, even when they were at THQ. I, but, I, I don't know. that. How much DLC those games have when they were at THQ? Because I don't remember them ever having that much. They only had a... F- like, I remember there was a... Uh, for WWE 13, there was a... Uh, there was some... I think it was either WWE... I think the DLC started in two... SmackDown vs. Raw 2010... I don't remember. That's been ages ago. Um, especially because all those games blend together. Uh, I do know as of recently, though, the WWE games have, like, this slew of pre-order content that all go through different retailers. So there's an Amazon pre-order bonus. There's a GameStop pre-order bonus. There was, a, I think, a Target pre-order bonus. And another pre-order bonus. And it was, like, it was separate wrestlers to get through each one. On top of that, downloadable content for wrestler packs. Uh, there was DLC. It was called the Accelerator, which would basically just it, uh, unlock everything immediately. Um, uh, which was like, I don't know, it was like two bucks or something like that. Yeah, one ninety nine. Yeah, there was other stuff. There was, um, there was that. It was like an unlocker and Accelerator. And I think one of the two of them would let you edit the Superstar's stats. Yeah, that's... You pay two dollars for that shit. There was also uh, the new Superstars pack, which was just the wrestlers. It was Shinsuke, yep. Nia Jax, and Apollo Crews. Yep. And a bit of a wrestling comment. Nia Jax ain't worth... How much was that? It was five bucks. Nia Jax ain't worth three dollars, let alone five dollars. But look, um, I got it for free because my uh, I originally... I bought the... Uh, Finn Balor version of the game. Oh boy! And every single pre-order bonus could not be used. Are you? What do you? Wait! What do you mean? I put in. I redeemed it. Was what did not show up in game. What? That's shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, why that's, I'm. That, that's uh, why I'm only gonna buy them for, for, for future now on the PC. That that goes and ties like this really isn't supposed to be a list episode of like good and bad DLC. It's more of the philosophy behind good and bad DLC because that is um where was I going to go with this crap? Uh, I'm not a fan of pre-order bonuses. Uh, and I had a different point that I was going to get to, and it's to- it just flew out of my brain. Oh oh, season passes, and that's that also ties back to Arkham. 
Uh, season passes, I think, are one of the biggest cardinal sins the gaming industry has come up with in the last 10 years. Because I believe I'm pretty sure I bought the season pass for Injustice, the first game. And I was like, cool, I'll get all the DLC. Some of the DLC is included in the season pass. Don't know why. Which sucks, because all the DLC I had for Injustice was cool, because you get those kind of games for extra characters and skin, that's really what you're, you know, you're paying for. You're not paying for anything else, really. Uh, I was really disappointed when I figured out the entire character packs, not character packs, but skin packs, were behind uh, on their paywall outside of the season pass. I mean, um, I feel like the only time, like, you'll see, like, season passes really work is for episodic games, because those are just, you get all yep. the episodes. But, like, I don't know. It... But when your game is 60 bucks and your season pass is 40 bucks, kiss my ass. Yeah, fucking Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollar. Uh, no, no, it was a, it was a sixty dollars season pass. Yeah, like, for a game that didn't survive a year before they announced the sequel. Yeah, the player base died um, because there was no content at launch, and they kept you know adding stuff or you know did, wasn't there a, a shitload of maps they had to pay for after they came afterwards? Um, I think so. <laughs> No, yeah, they uh, no, no, no. They were all included in the in the sixty dollars season pass. No, I mean a, a vanilla game at launch. Oh yeah, you had to pay. Uh, I think it was between fifteen and twenty for each one. Oh. And there were only like three maps per per DLC. Oh, that's bullshit. See, I played the vanilla. I didn't buy the DLC because also by the time I got into it, I was getting just like. I was getting annihilated by people who've been playing it since the beta, uh, and I couldn't find any games consistently, so I just stopped playing. And I think a lot of people stopped playing. But yeah, season passes. EA, I think, is one of the biggest uh, aggressors in season passes. I'm looking at you, Mass Effect. A lot of the Mass Effect DLC. What? I didn't get to play all the, th- the Mass Effect Three DLC though, so I well, can't even kind of say. There are two faux pas with Mass Effect 2 and 3. They have DLC characters that are were already included in the main game that were taken out of the game and put behind a paywall. And that is oh, that's shit. Zaid and um, the Prothean guy who was in Stasis. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I He was a pretty... They, they're... Part of Zaid was part of the Cerberus thing, which was the season pass. And I'm I'm blanking on the Prothean's name, but he was also part of the uh, he was pre-order bonus. So you get you get him from if you bought he was a universal um, pre-order bonus. So it didn't matter if you if you got pre-ordered from Walmart, GameStop. Best Buy, Funko Land. Oh my God! Wait, no, Funko Land can't still be a thing. No, it's not. I just wanted to. Oh, fuck, okay. I just wanted to fuck with you guys. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not that old. I mean, I'm old enough to remember Funko Land, but I'm not old to have missed it coming back. Um, I remember going to no, Funko I, Land trying to trying to trade in a broken Super Nintendo. I remember seeing a commercial for Funko Land trying to tell me it was, like, the coolest place to be, that it was, like, it was in somehow comparable to, like, DZ Discovery Zone, um, which I've 
Never got the chance to go to. Thanks, Mom. Uh, and then finally stepped into one. I was like, it's just a store. It's a store of video games. Nobody's <laughs> running around and having fun. This is bullshit. <laughs> nope. They tricked you. That's capitalism. Yep. Uh, and they became GameStop, and really nothing's changed. Uh, no, I paywalls, I think, are just... Fuck. Besides season passes, like I can't stand paywalls because I believe Capcom is pretty guilty of this too with the Street Fighter series, the new Street Fighter series, anyway. Uh, also, you're, believe... you're forgetting another another game. Which one? Fallout Four. The fifty dollar season pass. I, yeah, I forgot about that one. How originally it started out as twenty, like twenty five, thirty dollars. You're like, oh no, it's gonna balloon because we have so much to give you, even though they only gave you, they gave. The worst DLC. I haven't touched all the Fallout 4 DLC yet. There's Far Harbor and... Nuka World and something else, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten to touch them yet. Uh, I'm still... I, I still haven't finished Fallout 4 Vanilla, so... I tried playing... I was playing it earlier, and then my game crashed because I... I did the cardinal sin of modding. Yeah, with... mine's become mine's become incredibly unstable lately as I've just been throwing mods in to see what sticks. No, no, uh, I, and I'm paying for it. Yeah, I was basically playing ga- uh, games with, or we're trying to continue store games with mods that weren't in. Oh, that's that's every time I boot the game up because I go and check the mod section and I add something to a game I've already started, and it just suddenly becomes unstable. <laughs> Because I'm a glutton for punishment, um, and I've got like I'm, I'm on like my sixth restart in Fallout Four. But I I, I wouldn't say all season passes um, are worthless. Uh, the Dark Souls Three season pass, uh, I believe, was twenty five bucks, and you could buy the individual DLCs later on for fourteen dollars a piece. So I think you saved ten dollars buying the season pass. So it wasn't that bad. And the content was good. Ashes of Ariandel was kind of a little anticlimactic, but then once uh, Ring City came out, it kind of fit together as it was basically a part one and a part two of a bigger thing. But the Dark Souls series historically has had excellent DLC. Um, I've Souls... never played any Dark Souls. No, well, that, I, no, no. that is your I, fault. I played Dark Souls 1, and I was terrible, and I'm terrible at it. Everyone's terrible at Dark Souls 1 when they start. you got to get good, scrub. I'm, I'm gonna. Sorry. I'm doing that. I'm, <laughs> I was. I knew that was gonna happen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that, but with uh, Surge. Uh, yeah. Play with someone is my recommendation for someone to get through Dark Souls the first time, especially if you really want to get into it. Uh, my friend George grabbed me by the ears and just pulled me through the first game uh, the hard way, and then now I've come to appreciate it a lot. And then when Dark Souls Two came out, uh, I played through it mostly alone, and then dragged him through it because he just he refused. He he thought it was too hard. Um, Can we talk about the wacky Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas DLC? Oh boy! Like, uh, um, well, about, what? About, uh, Mothership Zeta, Mothership Zeta, and All World Blues. <laughs> Mothership Zeta is awesome, though. Yeah, it's it's super short, but it's I don't know because Fallout loves to you know live in that like fifties pop culture bubble, and like anything advanced sci fi in Fallout Four reeks of like. 1950s, 60s, black and white, uh, Twilight Zone. super anime, sci fi. Yeah, Twilight Zone kind of like the thing from a different world kind of uh, sci fi. 
and I love it to death. I wish that entire DLC was in black and white. Um, with like, with like, uh, what's it called? Um, like fucking film static and shit. So it looks like an old movie. Uh, mean, I love it. You mean film yeah. grain? Yeah, film grain. There we go. Um, and Old World Blues is, um, that's is that the one where you're basically going through that, that, uh, that road at the far end of the map and you're getting kind of, you're getting, uh, kind of information from some guy on a radio. No, no, that's the one in, that takes place in the big empty, mm. with all the scientists who are like, who call they call oh, your oh. your fingers penises. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the fucking the robo brains. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I Fallout DLC is habitually good. I think. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, watching the uh, the end montage, like or the end cinematics for for that. And it was, I think, Muggsy or Muggy. The, the Muggsy? Little, no, no. The little, um... The toaster? The little S- S- Securitron. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, that's, um... Its sole purpose was to collect mugs. Yeah. How it left and just calls, calls like another one of the items a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Seriously, they're, I don't they're, on, they're on YouTube. It's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, fall, I think fall DLC kind of always matches what you repay for it, Ex- except for. Again, I haven't touched fourth DLC, so I don't even know. Uh, uh, um, Harbor is pretty good. Um, what about Automatron and Nuka World? Nuka World's fine. Like, I don't see why people like. I, I liked it. Like. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, like, it's they they had a bad model. And... I think for our conversation, though, I think like the intentions are well. So I mean, you may not like 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 I just mentioned, Ash is a very endel for Dark Souls Three. Uh, there's good intentions behind it, and it is designed to add to the game. It just ultimately wasn't as satisfying as you know we hoped it would be. Um, it yeah. didn't feel like a ripoff at all. It just like it kind of. It didn't feel like one because the the bosses in Ashes of Arendelle are hard as fuck. Um, the Lady Frida boss fight, which starts as a one on one and then becomes a two on one and then becomes a one on one, was a trial. That boss fight is insane, and the Gary is beautiful. You can tell its 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 design was just fully realized, and uh, there was a lot of hard work put into it. And so it's it, to me, it's worth the money. But like, something like I don't know. Um, what's something I paid for that I can't? That I never. Uh, I regretted paying, spending money on. Pentacle Station. What's that for? That's the Mass Effect One DLC where it. That was universally frowned upon, and people don't like to talk about it anymore. Came out. A, ever, came out a decade that. ago. Well, I don't remember at all. The only, uh, the only Mass Effect DLC I think I ever paid for was the, um... Oh, uh, damn it. I think it was something for two. Oh, characters. I got... I got the, I paid for the Prothean. Uh, I don't think I paid for the other guy you said. No, no. Uh, you mean um, Zaid? Yes. The Prothean was in Mass Effect 3. There we go. That's the only Mass Effect DLC I think I've ever purchased. Oh, yeah. I Which forgot. sucks. There's so another... There was a lot of stuff in Mass Effect that I missed out on. Yeah, like Kasumi, Air, Agent... Um, some Larry yeah. the Shadow Broker... Mm-hmm. I mean, um, like I like 
I feel like with DLC, uh, like Fallout the Arena and DLC and Fallout Four is just I didn't really care for it that much, and like, just I wish like most of the time I feel like if it's like a level or like a like like if, if it feels like actual content, like don't just like put, don't like don't charge me ten dollars for a night a weapon. Yeah, essentially like. Microtransaction. Microtransaction is where everything gets just fucked. Uh, And I believe, and I usually laud them for their quality content, but Warner Brothers did a bad, bad thing with Mortal Kombat X by giving you the option to have uh, pay for, what is it, like, fatality tokens? Like, instant fatality tokens? Yeah. And other shit like that, and they charge you money for them, and it's like, it's, it's it's this bad feature of, like, mobile gaming that crept its way into, like, console gaming. Yeah. And it makes me sick to my stomach. Can I, can I talk about a game, a, a series of franchise that gets microtransactions what, perfect? What yes. is that? And will be the show. So, how does their microtransaction work? Okay, so... Their stuff, you... They, their currency is stubs... Yeah. And you you let's say you play you've been playing for like or you've played for about a week. You you probably have about maybe between 5 and 10,000 stubs. Yeah. You can buy road to the show points with that. Or training points. Yeah. My franchise budget increases. And you, right? You can either buy it or you can earn it. I've I haven't been paying paying attention to it. I have a th- I have thirty five thousand. Jesus, what? Yeah, I play the I play the game a lot. Like, um, I feel like microtransactions like. Aesthetics are fine. Like if you're like going to put a costume or like like that's fine. Like um, you're okay. Shit. Yeah, but if you're uh, let me see. Let's look. Look. Train Simulator 2015, and you're charging people ten dollars for extra trains. Eat shit. Yeah. Fuck off. Like. <laughs> fuck, that's fuck off. Up. I just found that one because uh, I have all this this stuff. Um. Oh, actually, I brought up EA before, and never talk about microtransactions. Uh. FIFA. Just in the Dragon, well, just in the Dragon Age series, uh, you could probably rate them over the coals with microtransactions because they have like big pieces of content, like what is it, like Return to Ostagar, I believe it is, and like the Grey Warden stuff. Yep. But there's also like Awakening. Little, yeah. Well, there's like well, I don't know. Awakening was um that was an expansion, wasn't it? Yeah, that's no. You you were talking about bad examples, and there's about a good example. They had that. Know, they had. I Witch thought Hunt. Return to Oscar was all, was all right. Yeah, Witch Hunt, Return to Oscar, and Awakening are all right. I'm talking about like the bullshit where they're charging you a few bucks for a new weapon. Oh yeah, that's that's a bullshit microtransaction. And don't they have like a DLC salesman or a a a, a merchant in the game? Yeah, yeah, they do. They have content in the game, and you can have a full conversation with them. And then when you get to the point where you have to make a decision, it says buy the DLC. Um, it, it shatters the immersion. They, also pissed. I don't think they. I don't think Fuck they did that I... for Dragon Age Two. 
No. Uh, but I, that game wasn't really that great. I like Dragon Age 2. All of you, Dragon all of you, all of you Dragon Age 2 haters need to go back and replay it. Yeah, Dragon Age 2 is I've fun. replayed it about it ten times. So have I. It's a good game. It is I'm good. It's fine. I'm taking stance. The, the Haro is pro, pro of Dragon Age 2. Ha! <laughs> um, have to resign. Not... <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty harsh stance on Dragon Age 2. <laughs> that's right. We're pro Dragon Age 2. Get fuck nerds. Fucking Alan's like, I quit. I'm done. I can't stand by this decision. Uh, no, I... Uh, microtransactions are probably the bottom of the barrel when it comes to, like, worst kinds of DLC because it's just... It's there to only make money. It's not there to, like, really improve your game all that much. Like, it might... You might see a very short return on that investment. Like, for instance, I, I bought the Dragon Age 3... Uh, it's not Dragon Age 3, it's called Inquisition. It's the third game in the series. I'll slap you through the internet. Um, I bought it on sale in the Xbox Marketplace. It was like yeah, it was like six dollars. Uh, which one? And it came to, uh, not the game of the year edition. It was the, something else. Like the, the digital deluxe. No, it wasn't that because that comes with like everything, doesn't it? No, 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 that comes with special gear. Okay, it was that one. Um. I got the digital deluxe version. The gear was really cool at first, and then within maybe two hours, it was fucking useless. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had paid for that content uh, outside of you know the game itself, I'd be pretty mad because then you forget about it. It's just money spent that didn't you know that didn't go very far. But you could be you could be worse. You could be the saboteur, uh, which we talked about before the game before the show started. Saboteur has some DLC you can buy. That removes the censorship over some ladies' nipples in a strip club or something. And that, I think, is the silliest shit I've ever heard. I don't think the DLC is, exists anymore, though, it's, according to this article. It says it vanished. Yeah, because... Uh, uh, I'm blanking... Again, I'm blanking on the name. But they, uh, the studio shut down? Of course. They were under EA, and EA loves the murder studios. What... what? Uh, with discrimination, like, yeah. <laughs> I think they enjoy it at this point. Like, no, no, yeah, I think, Disney I enjoys think, doing it the most. No, yeah, Disney, Disney, no, Disney, Disney doesn't do it. The Disney does it because they have no fucking idea how to make fucking video games. That's the problem. They they're strategic. clueless. EA, I believe, strategically finds studios, cranks them to fake to make a product. Uh, pandemic. There, yeah, and that studio cranked out some of my favorite games. Yeah, uh, okay. the first two Battlefronts, uh, first two Battlefronts, and uh, and Mercenaries. Come on now. You know what's your sense of Mercenaries Two? Mercenaries Two is all right. It is nowhere near as good as the first game. No, yeah. What about I, Lord of the Rings even Conquest? I, I never. It is it is the spiritual successor to uh, Battlefront. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, I think I played a demo for it. Is that um, the game that they had to change from a Star Wars game to something original? I don't think so, because it ended up being licensed anyway. Huh. It's weird to, license, to drop one license and attach another one. I'm thinking uh-huh. of something else then. No, I think EA likes to collect studios and make them and like work them like slaves, and then when the when they can't lift their arms and legs anymore because they haven't been fed, they just take them back and shoot them. Hmm. Metaphorically speaking. But uh, yeah, I think EA is probably very guilty of just like it's like we said microtransactions stuff like that. 
And it, like I said, it, it's stuff that comes from mobile gaming. Like, I don't get into mobile gaming because I'll pick up a game people are talking about, uh, Pokemon Go, Fire Emblem Heroes, any of the Marvel games that they've cracked down for uh, mobile because they don't want to make anything for consoles. And that's where I have to get my fix. They start out pretty okay, and then you're like, how do I advance this game? And it basically prompts you to buy shit. And I have a very strict moral opposition to that. And I believe there's a Final Fantasy uh, game for, what is it? Looks like iOS? Filled with shit like that. That's one of the reasons why I think... Square Enix. Huh? Yeah, Square Enix is like... With microtransactions, sometimes they go a little overboard. What is this? Uh, Sonic Adventures DX upgrade. The fuck is that about? What? For I have the games at the fighter asking price. You can buy Sonic Adventures DX upgrade, which unlocks all the extra missions and modes that were in the GameCube edition. Okay. Nah, I'm good. Okay, uh, so uh, I'm on the Electronic Arts wiki. Yeah. EA Chicago, Dice Canada, EA UK. EA Brightlight, EA Black Box, EA Mobile, EA Phenomic, Playfish, Danger Close, EA North Carolina, Victory Games, Mythic, Maxis, Waystone. All studios that were taken out back and murdered? Yeah, along with Bullfrog. None of that sounds surprising. Um, Mythic actually was uh, merged with uh, Bioware. Hmm. Uh, I was going to say, another great example of paid DLC that I think is well worth everyone's money is, this is probably going to resonate unanimously with everybody, Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Actually, I haven't played it. What? You've never played Undead Nightmare? Yeah, you just derailed this whole show. Because I don't want the experience to end. What do you mean the experience to end? <laughs> it doesn't end. What are you even talking about? Do you okay? Do you know what Undead Nightmare is? Do you know what the premise is? No. Oh Jesus! This is just like the Man of Steel crap. Okay, the game basically takes place in the middle of the Martian story. It doesn't end. <laughs> yeah. It, you like... just you just pick it back up and keep killing zombies. There's no ending to it. There's a plot that you resolve, but the game never stops. Uh, kind of. Uh, doing what the DLC kind of does, which is to uh, have all the towns kind of get overtaken by the undead and you have to go clear them out. And then it's a struggle to keep basically keep balance on this map of all the towns and stuff. And you get to play, and, it, and then it, I think actually the end of the game, the end of Undead Nightmare takes place after the ending of Red Dead Redemption, so you get to play as zombified John Marston. Spoilers, John Marston dies, everybody, in Red Dead Redemption, if you haven't fucking yeah. played that game in ten years. Rip. <laughs> Son. Alan, Jesus Christ, play Undead Nightmare. It's so good. Yeah, it's a very good game. It's probably one of my favorite DLCs ever, and it's funny as hell. Because John yeah. Marston's an idiot, and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. You also his, his Bigfoot at one point. Yes, you get to kill Bigfoot, and then he laments being the last of his species and, and, and lectures you for shooting all of his mates. <laughs> You get to, uh, what is it, you get to ride the five horses of Apocalypse, you get to f- capture a unicorn. Uh, okay, I really want to play this now. Yeah, I, yeah what the fuck? 
And like, like in the opening, in the opening, John's uh, wife and son are they they kind of get because not it's not scientific, it's supernatural. So they get afflicted with this zombie curse, and John ties them up and tells his son, he's like, he's like, all right, you be good now, be good for your mother, you know, eat your vegetables. He's like, I'll be right back, and just leaves. And then I think he brings them both plates of food because he just has no idea what's happening. <laughs> John Marston's an idiot. That is, yeah. Yeah, he's a very stupid man, but he's a very good man. Um, but well, that's this is this will devolve into a Red Dead Redemption episode, and if I don't keep going, uh, I think Beth- Bethesda uh, routinely cranks out DLC that's mostly good. Yeah, like these and are- worth the time and money, especially because most of their games are basically just it's it's investment of time um, over the money because you spend you know you spend whatever sixty bucks for a what could be a twenty hour experience or a two hundred hour experience. Um, and their DLC, from what I, from my experience anyway, has always been a nice addition to the game. Um, yeah. Especially when I first got my hands on Morrowind, and they gave me what is it like two new landmasses? Like yeah, they, they, especially with Elder Scrolls games, like usually they like especially that's the first time like I've ever like cared about DLC or like because they usually add like. Tons of shit, like yeah, and like the Shivering Isles and Oblivion is, not, is that that's a, yeah, the Shivering Isles and Oblivion is awesome. Yeah, so is like, uh, Knights of the Nine. I don't think I played Knights of the Nine. I've never played. I've never even touched Knights of the Nine. That was for Oblivion, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe I did. I don't remember. I have I have much more vivid memories of um of Shivering Isles, and I loved, love, 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 love all the DLC for Morrowind. Uh, I do have, well, Morrowind I have a special place for, because that was the first, it was my first Elder Scrolls game, and it was the first game I played of that type, because I didn't think, I played the original Xbox, and I didn't think that you could create an experience like that, where it's like, I started, I was like, where do I go? And the game was like, wherever you want, pick a direction. Like, um, um... But I think, what is it, uh, the deal, where you go to the, um, crap, the, uh, the fucking Werewolf Island... And I think you go to the capital of Merwin at some point. And it's, Skyrim had that sweet-ass vampire DLC. Oh, God, yes. That DLC is amazing. Yeah, and it comes with all new weapons and quests and items and stuff. Yeah, I've always loved Bethesda's DLC. Um, XCOM did one step further instead of just having... I think XCOM's DLC is pretty great. Yeah, uh, definitely. Especially when it's, I think you can, like... It gives you more stuff to customize your soldiers with. And uh, new missions and stuff that actually can pretty much that have a drastic effect in your game. Are you talking about Iron Man Known? Uh, yes, and then I was going to go from that into because this isn't even really DLC. This is kind of just like it's packaged content where they sold you enemy it, enemy within came out and it was basically like it was a vanilla game with a whole bunch of new shit in it at like didn't it ship at like thirty bucks when it first came out. <laughs> I think so. Maybe less. Enemy within, maybe less. Enemy within. Enemy within was cheap as shit when it came out. Um, for think, what's essentially like uh, like hours of new content. I think it was actually 1999. I'm gonna look this up right now because I remember being really excited about it. Um, I'm still playing Enemy Within, by the way. Like XCOM, I think DLC. I think what what we're really getting at here is DLC is really good when. Like, like I said, if it has to feel like content. Like, yeah. I, if you want to add stuff to your game, I think that's fine. But, like, 
make it worth my money. We understand we understand that modern gaming and the production of modern gaming is very, very different from what it used to be. Um and that there are strict deadlines to meet and there's stuff that has to hit the cutting room floor. Um and there's stuff you may come up with in the middle of production or development that you may not have time to add on to the game so it gets added later. But there's a certain, I think, code of ethics uh, that has to go along with it, and there doesn't seem to be a mastery of this yet. It seems to be all over the place as far as, like, using it with good intentions and trying to add something to the game that is well worth everyone's time and money, as opposed to, like we said, microtransactions and useless DLC. Looking at you, horse armor. I know we just talked about Bethesda for about ten minutes, saying how good they were, but holy shit, that was insulting. They're very the first. Wasn't their their first their, DLC? Their, their first fucking set of DLC. Well, no, yeah. it was for um. Oh, that's right, because the Morrowind stuff wasn't DLCs; they were expansion packs. That's what they were called way back then, ladies and gentlemen. Way back um, 10, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, expansion packs. Um. It's funny, you go back and be like, oh, I had the Dark Diablo 2 DLC. Um, Did you guys ever play the KOTOR 2? No, not the KOTOR 2, the KOTOR DLC? I don't believe I did. No, I did not. You go to Yavin 4 and buy buy shit. You just go there. You can just, it just, all it does is adds a merchant. And he doesn't even have good stuff. That's terrible. And Um, it's also Bioware. So, ugh. yeah, horse armor. What was the logic price for uh, oh, either five me. or ten dollars? Yeah. Because I remember what I like. One of the videos I like watching over and over is the uh, 2006 IGN Game of the Year because they do um, Nick Scarpino has a bunch of of. The video team do uh, do songs related, do, do like song tie-ins to the yep. contenders, and Hillary Goldstein, personal hero of mine, uh, said that mentioned that he, I'm not paying fucking five or five or ten dollars for fucking horse armor. Well, here it says, okay, and this is where it gets kind of funny with Xbox 360, because Xbox 360 didn't have a dollar currency system. Microsoft points. For, yeah, have Microsoft points, which, which like, their value is all over the place, because it's like, oh, you can spend $5 and get, what the fuck was it? 800. Like, 800 Microsoft points, which, like, the, the exchange doesn't make any oh, no, fucking no, no, no. sense. No, 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 it was um, 400. 800 is 10, 1600 is 20. And so on and so forth. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. And they eventually switched to just, like, showing you up front what the price was. And, and it adding says, like, tax to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it says here that the horse armor was uh, $2.50 worth of Xbox Live points, which I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> but it's, com- it's completely decorative. Points. It's completely decorative. It serves no purpose. It doesn't protect your horse. It doesn't do anything for your horse. They'll still die like anything else in the game. Um... And the first set was free, and every other set costs 500 in-game gold. So not only did they charge you for the item at all, they went and charged you for it in-game, too. Which is super shitty. Um, I think they kind of set an early bar for uh, morally reprehensible downloadable content. 
Okay, so but, the next I'm about to bring up another example of DLC. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't know if you guys have played. I'm sure Connor played it. T- TNA Impact. I did, and that I, game is I, shit. I, yeah. No, no, but it had good DLC. What was the what? DLC? It had DLC. I don't. It was <laughs> don't the first it. wrestling game ever with DLC. Oh, that's right, because Midway developed it. Yeah, and then yeah. the um, THQ bought that the studio, and they made WWE All Stars. Uh, well, they didn't buy Midway because the Midway became uh, Midway went bankrupt. No, no, they bought. Um, Midway Studios, Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Well, wait, what was the DLC for TNA Impact? I don't remember. Uh, let me check. What was it like? Giving you low-key? Because nobody wants low-key. I got, I got news for them. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sen Shi, as he was known in his uh, later TNA days. You mean Kaval? He's still, yeah, that guy. He's still awful. So awful. Okay, it's not showing up on the... Uh... Okay, hold on. There was going to be a sequel, though. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I would have liked to see a sequel to this game because... It was... It was supposed... You were supposed to get Crayman and Petey Williams and also Mike Tanay. So you lied to us, Al. <laughs> you just said it was good DLC. Yeah. I don't fucking need Curry Man. I can make Curry Man in any wrestling game my own. Yeah, no, no. It was also... Um, what was the name of the uh, main boxer in... Uh, what was that Midway uh, boxing game? Not that... Fuck. Wait. Ready to Rumble? Yeah, there was a character from... One of the characters from Ready to Rumble was DLC. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, I'm gonna look this up because there's... Uh... That's that's super bizarre, though. Uh, something else that just came to mind as far as uh, cr- DLC. Uh, Dead Space Three was. Oh my god, that DLC! I got it. I never. Didn't, I didn't play it because I I hated. Dead I Space I 3. they sca- they scared me off by one adding co op. I was like, what the fuck? You just you you took the terror out of this game. Um, can I just, and then I believe, can I say what happens a- to what hap- the whole? Can I summarize the DLC? It's craft. It's it's a crafting system you have to fucking pay for, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. That you is, have, no, that's, it's optional. That's bullshit. It's optional. I actually really like uh, Dead Space Three. So. Okay, so I I haven't touched it because I think Dead Space Two is is perfect. Um, no, yeah, no, you're not wrong, but like I, <laughs> I have my reasons. Like if you're I'm I'm actually in the midst of a Dead Space. I'm in the midst of a Dead Space One playthrough right now because I just kind of arbitrarily powered it up a few weeks ago, and now I'm back in the thick of it. So I'm a Dead Space apologist. The, I, I, um, I want to apologize. That game rocks. The DLC in Dead Space Three was you were on a ship trying to get to the Earth to slap a a moon, which was actually a necromorph. <laughs> oh, <laughs> from eating the earth, and you. And by the time you get there, it's halfway through devouring Earth. Oh, fun! Good job, everybody. Yeah, basically, they can't. They they did. They pulled a, um, a Bioware or a Mass Effect Three. What do you mean? Like making it impossible to set a new game 
like a new entry in the series? Even oh, okay. though the series is dead. Yeah, I'm. Ugh, well, we'll have a we'll have a probably a, a spirit discussion about about dead franchises at some point. <laughs> Legacy of Kane. Um, oh yeah, this is, this I'm, I'm is... never going to stop mourning that series. So get used to it. Yeah, uh, this was it was the first um, Dead Space that. Uh, No, it underperformed like son of a bitch, didn't it? It underperformed. It underperformed when, uh, was there something else? Because that's that's all I really know. And I mean, the, like I said, the co-op frightened me off. I I wanted nothing to do with it at that point. Um, and I heard it was far more action oriented, which I wanted nothing to do with. It was the first one that Glenn Schofield w- wasn't involved with because he went over to Activision and started Sledgehammer. Okay. Also, Connor, do you do you know who uh, who the writers were for Dead Space? No, Warren Ellis, Aww. Rick Remender, and Anthony Johnson. Johnson. Who were the last two? I don't, they're not familiar to me at all. The first two. The last two. I know. I Warren Ellis's name is familiar to me, but I don't know who the last two are. Uh, Rick Remender. No, I, I heard their names. I don't know who they are. I don't. I don't, I don't know what he, they do. He, their comic, Warren Ellison, and, and Rick Remender were were Marvel uh, writers. Okay. They. I mean that that's not gonna uh, what's it called? It's not gonna sell me hard in the game because, like I said, I, I really didn't want anything to do with it. No, no, uh, no, no. I'm talking about Dead Space One. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And Interesting. Anthony Johnson. You know, he Dead Space he wrote One, the first Wasteland. Dead Span. I, I've never, I've never touched those games. I'm still waiting on the Wasteland Three key that you gave me. Um. Uh. Bu- 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 De- I think Dead Space One actually had some decent, if a bit overpriced, uh, DLC. What was the DLC for Dead Space One? It was lots of. It wasn't really any like. It wasn't post game content or additional game content. It was like lots of um, uh, suits adventures. and weapons. Yeah, it, huh. there wasn't there there wasn't any side adventures, were there? It was just uh, it was just items. No, no, no. what for Shadow of Mordor? No, I said Dead Space. Oh uh, yeah. Uh oh, Shadow of Mordor is filled with little microtransactions. I did I didn't feel like paying for that shit. Because by the time I got the game, all that shit was already out. And they're like, buy the season pass, or here's all this shit. I was like, I don't want all of this. Like, I don't. I don't feel like you needed that. Like I felt like it was fine because you didn't really need any of that shit. No, you didn't need anything because by the time I was a quarter of the way through that game, I was so overpowered I could teleport into a group of six orcs and decapitate four of them. The other two would run away. Yeah, that game's awesome. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I'm so so excited. Um, now, yeah, DLC, uh, Dead Space had some decent DLC. It was like it was. It would kind of jack up your weapons, um, which. Hey, remember game... Kellogg, Kellogg Blueberry? What? Uh, elaborate, please. Uh, it's something from Super Best Friends. Uh, I, I don't know what this is. Okay, so... The, uh... The Wraith in Shadow Mordor, who you're, uh...
the wraith who revived Talion? Yeah. His his name is Calabrimbor, who's from the um, Cimmerillion. I was like, I I just googled Kellogg's blue, uh, Kellogg's blueberry, and all I got was Frosted Anyways blueberry cereal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's when uh, the, they were doing Super Best Friends play Shadow Mordor. Yeah, they they refused to say the name. I haven't watched Liam enough Tex- Super Best Friends yet. Okay, you can't you can't assault me with the references yet. I've only seen the Punisher episode in their Dark Souls series and some Super Best Friends animated. I'm not deep in yet. Sorry, everybody. Wow. Liam refused to say the name and called, called, named him Kellogg Booberry. <laughs> okay, that's kind of amazing. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I think the driving point of this entire conversation is that I, I think there's there's a lot of uh, to-dos as far as, like, fixing the DLC issue. I think we're kind of on the right track with some companies. Of all companies... Capcom is giving has been giving free content for Resident Evil Seven, which I think is really fucking cool. Uh, I believe the last two packs have been free, haven't they? Nobody. Good. All right. What? Awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Um, pay attention. Uh, Resident Evil Seven. Um, hasn't the last few bits of DLC been free? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, they've all been. They've all been actually pretty good too. That like. is that is a trip. Granted, it's you know that's very good natured of them, uh, especially if there's extra work that had to go into that. But I think that's a step in the right direction as far as DLC goes because there's going to be a point where not all of it's worth money. Period. Like I mentioned before, the accelerator for WWE 2K's the last few games isn't. It's not worth money. It's just let me t- just give me all the shit in the, in the first place. If I if. I don't if you don't fucking... like, why I have to unlock things in that game. <laughs> it's a wrestling game! I have no higher aspirations. Just fucking give me this stuff. Also, they had the balls to put a Guerrero behind the paywall. Yeah, you rotten motherfuckers. Thanks, 2K. Here's a, uh, okay, here's, a, here's the advanced problem with that game series, is that those games come out year to year broken as shit every single time. They don't work, they're full of glitches, they're they're outdated... Uh, and they're usually the previous title with a new coat of paint and some features taken away or or added. That's all they do, and they call it a new game. And then to do things like charging people for something like an accelerator or unlocker is really shitty. Yeah. Uh, especially, okay. like, you want me to dump money into your unfinished game? How about you fucking fix the patches? How about you patch this crap out? Then we'll talk about spending more money in your game. But they don't. They usually they patch one or two things and leave the game fucking broken for a year because they've already moved on to the next one. And that's that's also a big problem with like yearly releases. Where it's Assassin's Creed, I think, is the same problem. Assassin's Creed comes out uh, with like a heinous amount of shoddy craftsmanship, and then by the time they've you've acknowledged the fact that this game needs work, they've already announced the next one. So, wait, where were we? Um, I was talking about two K. Yeah, two K uh, being yeah. Piece of uh, shit. Guess how much it cost me to buy on PC, like via Steam, the everything, all the DLC, all the, I'm gonna everything. I'm like a hundred plus dollars. Hundred and one oh nine. Ridiculous. That's not, that's uh, that's I, I kind of don't like Game of the Year um, editions later on when they come out like uh, 
like actually coming this soon is the Dark Souls Three Fire Fades Edition, which has all the DLC packaged in, and it's going to be cheaper than what I paid for the game and all the DLC combined. I think that's a problem too, because I and then it's not it it's it happened with Injustice, it happened with Mortal Kombat, um, it happened with a few other games I can't come on the top of my head, but those are the three big ones that have, that affected me a lot. Jesus Christ. Um, I spent a good amount of money on the Injustice stuff. What is? Are you fighting your headset? What? Oh, sorry. I was moving the <laughs> laptop. Uh, I spent a good amount of money on the Injustice stuff, and then I think within six months they announced the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC packaged in, and I lamented what a wonderful waste of money all that stuff was. Speaking of Injustice, Injustice comes out Injustice. comes out in yes. about two days. Yeah, yep. and I've already seen the entire story mode, and guess what? It's fucking awesome. Do not, no, so good. Don't spoil it. Old, I'm not. I'm just gonna say you that you spoiled you spoiled it a tiny bit in the uh, mod chat for Phantom Zone by saying that someone gets blood puked on them. It's fucking awesome. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> so good. Um, let me just say this about Injustice 2 story mode, because I watched the whole thing on YouTube, because I'm impatient, and that's not why I want to get that game, I want to get the game because it's fun, it looks fun, and that gear system, dude. Uh, the Injustice 2 story mode is the best DC extended universe movie that we aren't going to get. Let's God, just put it in Oh, yeah, I saw it that. Is, it, is, it is so much better. It, it, one, it's so much better than the first Injustice. Two, it is a hundred times better than both of the DC expanded universe movies that we have to date. Oh, I'm sorry, all three of them. It's better than all three of them. Think it's going to be better than Wonder, Wonder Woman? I don't Probably. know yet. More uh, than likely. But, let's talk... Like, there... How many characters are there? How many DLC characters oh, are there going to be for Injustice there are, There's a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little bothered by it, because, like, I'm super excited for the game itself, and I'm super excited for the characters they're adding. Like... Adding Sub Zero, that's fucking cool. Um, Starfire, Starfire, uh, Red, Hood. Red Hood, probably Beast Boy, probably Beast Boy. Um, so, although I can confirm he's dead. Uh, what? Yeah, Beast Boy's dead. Beast Boy's been dead since uh, the Injustice One timeline. Yeah, up. I hate it. There are only like a, there are only like two t- Teen Titans left. Where the where the fu- where the fuck is Etrigan? I'm so mad. <laughs> but, but we I'm, have a Tacitus, and he's awesome. I'm so angry and just just filled with rage just thinking about how Etrigan's being. Um, I do think the premiere skins are kind of a cool thing, if not a little misguided as far as, like, again, price of DLC, because uh, isn't it kind of scattered? Like, you, you kind of, if you buy a certain uh, edition, you get, you know, different kinds of premiere skins. You mind if I list the uh, premier skins? Yeah, I've got them right in front of me too. Yeah, Fl- Jay Garrick, John Stewart, Grid, Mister Freeze, Power Girl, Thawne. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I did, I said I, I didn't I didn't say I, wrote, I I chose to say Eobarthon because oh oh by the way, go on Facebook slash your pal Eobarthon. Yeah, support, support my meme page that I have been posted in since November when the election happened. <laughs> and lastly, uh, the last premiere skin is Vixen. Which I don't who's know, fixing, I have who's no fixing idea. going on top of, though? Like, what, Cheetah? No, no. My, 
I maybe or poss possible DLC character Animal Man. Huh? Because I know um, Green Lantern Grid, Mister Freeze. No, not Mister Freeze. Green Lantern Grid, uh, Reverse Flash, and Power Girl are all available with downloadable content, but the rest I'm not sure. Oh boy. Animal Man in Injustice 2 would be amazing. We'll see. We'll find out later on. Um, but, I mean, the amount of characters I'm getting up front is pretty staggering. Yeah, like, there's some cool shit in that game. The fact that Swamp Thing is in a fighting game is really flooring to me. The thing yeah. that's weird... And, still... and Captain Cold! Are like, you fucking kidding me? And I, like, I predicted this last year where I said, like, the DC shows have been doing so well that I figured that a lot of these characters would creep their way into the video games, and behold, Captain Cold and Reverse Flash. Like, it's crazy to me. Like, oh, uh, and Fire and Firestorm. Yeah, and fucking Atrocitus. It looks a lot like, like when I, I the bit the few shots I've seen of Firestorm, it looks like Jax. Uh, it, it does. Even, even though it's Jason him, Rush. Yeah, they call him, it, he's Jason, um, in the game. But yeah, he looks, he looks like Jax. Like, what a weird, what a weird game this is, like, to me, like. I love it, I'm so excited. And the same, and there's only, there's one downside. What's that? Joker. Yeah. Okay, uh, not a spoiler, can confirm, his impact in the story is non-existent, so everybody, nobody has to worry about that. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah, he is only shit. he is there exclusively as just like here's Joker. That's it. Holy he's not back. Shit. He's not back. It's just it's it's. I'll I'll say it privately somewhere else, not in the show. Uh, what his say role in is. the video game hour uh, chat. Sure. Um, but I feel like we've uh, we've kind of spiraled in this in this big old DLC discussion. Um, and we're any... th- we're two and a half minutes from an hour. Woo! Look, we did it again. Um, we're still getting the kinks out, so hopefully this is a good episode. Uh, any news? Any crazy news? Big news? Oh yeah. Um, there's a there was a possible leaked uh, image of the uh, this year's possible Assassin's Creed game. It actually looks. It's in Egypt. Also, can we talk about uh, what? I'm sorry, and how it's going to not be as good as Red Dead Redemption Two? I'm sorry, you said Assassin's Creed, and I fucking passed out. What? Can we talk about Far Cry Five and how it's not going to be as good as uh, Red Dead Redemption Two? Look, probably not, but I will still play the bejesus out of a Far Cry game set in the West. I want a vampire game. I will play. I will play the bejesus out of any Far Cry game that isn't two. All right. I, w- I want. I wanted the vampire game. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Wait, which vampire game? So, on that poll that they did, like, for the setting of the next Far Cry game, one of them was, like, you fight vampires, and, like, you could join a vampire faction, and, like... Okay, I, want I just game. want to talk about Far Cry real fast. You remember what Far Cry 1 was about, right? Uh, it it's has about mo- genetic, bullshit. genetic yeah. modification. Yeah, what the f- And now we, we've expanded to this, like, the idea that Far Cry is basically just a, a grand first-person adventure set in, like, a big exotic location. I don't know how we got to this point, but I'm very happy we're here because Far Cry Three is an achievement. I really oh, want them to go back to supernatural bullshit, though. Uh, I'm good. I mean, and Far Cry Two is like so grounded in reality; it's boring as fuck. Yeah, it's like, well, it's a complete, get medicine. It's a 
they constantly get the medicine and like the fast travel points aren't exactly that effective and like in Far Cry 3 I can get, I can stay on foot the whole time and get exactly where I need to go in a reasonable amount of time. In Far Cry 2 if I'm on foot I am screwed because that map is so fucking big um, and the weapons just aren't that impressive. And the nope. story is just dull. I don't understand. Like, what, I never got invested in anything. The jackal? You don't know about the jackal? Uh, I mean, like, he sells weapons, and he yeah. saves me a few times, and then just kind of... Just... <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it would be really funny if it turned out to be John Travolta. Like, you said that to, like, you compared to Far Cry 3, and it's like, hey, you're an affluent, shithead white boy who gets fucking turned into a savage murderer. Um, and Voss is there, and he's awesome. Because it turns out that you've been kind of a psychopath your whole life, and you just need something to wake it up. And yeah, Voss is one of the coolest villains of the last few years. And uh, Far Cry. From, and, uh, uh, there's something from IGN about about like 15 games that might be a D3. So I'll just. I can, say, so, I can tell you which one won't be. Final Fantasy VII. That's actually and, on. Uh, that's actually on the list of games that might and, be there. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Same I, as I, as the next one you're going to say. Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, <laughs> but the other uh, thirteen are. Can Borderlands I just say 3? one thing? Let me just say one thing real fast to all the Kingdom Hearts fans. Let it go. Let it the fuck go. If They're I not see that, back. I I know because and here's why because you guys keep getting strung along with these Kingdom Hearts two point seven eight and one fifths hyper alpha dream drop distance quadrant edition <laughs> where the fuck it is because you guys buy these stupid shit every time it comes out. I mean, I get like every time like a new. I don't play those games. It infuriates me watching everybody get excited over these things. I'm like, it's the same game. This is the Street Fighter two shit all over again. Okay, so the game That's my next comment for this show that's going to get everybody pissed off at me. Fuck Nintendo. Here we go. I'm done. Continue. <laughs> uh, Borderlands 3. Crackdown 3. It's been a minute since I've heard from anything from Crackdown 3. Yeah. It's I, still coming, apparently. Well, not until Microsoft cancels it. Uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. That's never happening either. What if what if Microsoft's E three conference is just them going these just, these are all the games are canceling? <laughs> <laughs> that would almost be a, that would that, I would almost prefer that rather than have all this like this this like silent waiting we've been doing for these games. Yeah, like if here's like, a list of shit we're not doing anymore. I bought I here's something sad about me I bought an Xbox One for Scalebound. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. What's this like? What's it? Was it Phil Spector just gets up there and like he's like. Here's what we've canceled. It's just a long list with like the Benny Hill theme. Just games that weren't even announced. Phantom Dust is in there. Legacy of Pain. Dead Sun is in there. Sorry, I'm. Okay, continuing. Days Gone, which I don't think is going to. That's that zombie game that I think is going to be. It looks better than actually it's going to be because. Days Gone? Yeah. Days Gone is probably going to be good. I hope it is, because it looks fascinating. Uh, yeah. Destiny 2, which I can just say, fuck that game. Art noise. <sighs> okay, G- hang on. God Let's, of War. Okay, we're gonna touch, I'm going to touch on Destiny one more time in a second. In a second. Is uh, it, wait, God of War? God of War 4. What the fuck happened to the number? It's God of War 4. Or Dad of War. Dad of War. God of Dads? Fuck of War. <laughs> Dad of War? 
<laughs> uh, Nak 2. Oh, yeah. It's, the, it's that time of year, baby. Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Like, that's a weird one. I don't understand. Yeah. fuck is that? Okay, so... Mario is going to be in a game with the Rapids, and it's going to be RPG. I'm sorry. And they're going to the be Rabbids version, versions of all the Mario characters, so... Yep. Um, Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, and Toad. Alright, continue. Uh, <laughs> Middle-Earth, Shadow of War, which I already proved. Yeah. Gimme, gimme. N- the next Assassin's Creed... Whatever. Uh, Shenmue 3. Yeah. Shenmue. Um, I doubt we're seeing that too. And uh, it's gonna Spider-Man. Oh, yes. The Spider-Man game that was announced last year at E3. God, I need that game so bad. You know, you know I created Spider-Man uh, by myself with no input whatsoever. You're God. basically doing Roger the Stanley experience. <laughs> Without saying that you screwed Jack Kirby's wife. I don't know who you're talking about. I made all that stuff by myself. Man, is that Spider-Man? I, I am a 150-year-old mummy who likes to appear in movies. Okay, and also, the director and writer of Brothers of Tale of Two Sons, Joseph Fer- Ferris. Oh, yeah, his new game. Yeah, he's to tease. He's going to be at E3 to tease... Uh, Studio Hazel Lights next game. I've never touched Brothers Tale of Two Sons. It's, so. it's alright. I like it. It's got it's interesting. Like it's got an interesting control scheme. I need to like I, I'm very behind on indie games. I think the only thing I'm currently playing like it's kind of indie ish is uh, uh what is it? Unravel? Raveled? Unravel I think it is. It's Unravel. Unravel and like within thirty minutes I was like, My heart is broken. That game is sad. Um Here's here's what I think won't happen. I already said the two games I won't think I, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we see Shenmue three. Um, we'll see it. We'll see it. I, I it's, it's happening. I am I am doubtful. Why? Why do you, why do you say that? Why do you say that, Connor? Why? Because it's Shenmue three, and I think it, this is the Half Life three for you people. Okay. But they're doing it. Like they can the only they difference. can they can do a lot of things and still have it not come out. It's like it's it's real. I swear. Yeah, so is uh, so is the magical ferret that I feed in my room. He's hiding right now. Okay. <laughs> um, no, Final, it's if we do see a Final Fantasy VII anything at E three, it's going to be just like. It, I mean, they look, did show we, gameplay yeah, recently. I, they showed super pre fucking yeah, like, uh, prototype gameplay. Prototype that I'm sure gameplay. Is change. It was something at least. Um, I think they'll be like. They'll be like, look, we rendered Sephiroth. Yeah, and then they'll like, just stop. They'll be off stage. And then, some, and, then, and, then, and then some guy will walk up with a keyblade in his hand and go, Kingdom Hearts 3 is cancelled and leave. <laughs> I still <laughs> I still think that, that that trailer that they used to reveal it is like the coolest fucking trailer I've ever seen. Like, uh, yeah, mean, it's like fantastic. From t- 10 years ago? No, the the, the trailer... <laughs> The trailer to announce not, the remake. Not, not the PS3 tech demo that we should have gotten a long time ago. Like, the fucking really cool, like, it just that says was... remake. Yeah. No, not the, not the tech demo for the PS3 that should have eventually become a video game. No, now yeah. now it's something else entirely. Uh, 
Well, what, I can't remember what else you said, but I, I don't know. I think there's going to be some things that just... Uh, you said you were going to say something about Destiny, too? Okay, alright. Back to the core theme of this episode of DLC. I wish I could take back all the time I spent with Destiny. It's, really a Me DLC too. Content. it's, it's a content remark, but... Didn't the... Bungie is, deal, is Destiny, right? Yeah. Yes. And, Act- mother- same as, and Activision. These motherfuckers said this would be a 10-year experience. A 10-year content plan. Destiny. We are already at the sequel. Kiss my ass. Well, it what, what the fuck happened to Destiny? Destiny? It's been three years. So we're three years into into this ten-year experience. Okay, a sequel isn't a ten-year experience. That's a different game. And here's the thing. If this game comes out and it's basically just Destiny with some new shit in it, uh, fuck them even harder. God, just also, all time. Destiny from now compared to Destiny, I mean, not Destiny, Bungie now compared to Bungie ten years ago, very di- two very different studios. So many people that are not there, like Joe Stanton, Marty O'Donnell. Uh, I mean, I I picked up Destiny probably later than I should have, but even then, like I picked it up and I was like, all right, cool, this is. So bland. I originally bought it at first. Digitally, then deleted it. Then I came back for the Tekken King where you could level up your character to uh, level 30 or whatever it was. I, yeah, I didn't get any of that stuff. I I jumped in uh, shortly after the Tekken King. And, uh, uh, excuse me. I just wasn't enthralled. At all. It took me a while to get in and then I kind of just fell off a bit. But um, I think if we're uh, I think if we're done with news stories, I think we can wrap up. It has been a little over our designated hour. Yep. And we don't want to go too far over that now, don't we? We nope. just ruin we the, ruin the table. We don't want to ruin the name of the show. It's the video game moment. How long is a moment? We don't know. But uh, hey, that's been the show on DLC. Uh, I'm Connor McGraw. You can follow me on Twitter at Wesker Commander, where I tend to post little gameplay clips of all the shit I'm doing. Dark Souls, Mad Max, Fallout, stuff like that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Stephanofort. <laughs> uh, I shit post mostly and retweet. And then, Arlen, and then Arlen retweets it, so I really don't have to ever check Twitter. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I've been noticing that. It's, it's yeah. starting to see a lot of just atrocious names. Anything you do or, Sla- or Arlen does. Parent, parent, parenthetical, Davin Aport. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to check Twitter for anything. You and Arlen, always, I see your shit all over Facebook because Arlen retweets your shit yeah. all the time. Uh, Alan, how can we contact you? You can find me on Twitter at the Alamir. Um, you can find my writings on the on the Harrow. Next next week, I sh- my Flash twenty two part four f- part four of the button crossover with that with that and Batman should be up. Can't wait for that shit! Super excited. Um, and we also have a movie special out from the Phantom Zone. We watched Ninja Turtles. It's a good episode. Yeah, we just covered some recent CW TV stuff. 
And yep. as far as the Phantom Zone goes, we are going to be doing uh, an end-of-season wrap-up for Legion, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, which is going to win all the worst awards. Um, so if you're a part of the Phantom Zone group, uh, we'll be putting up polls and stuff up, and we'll be taking your input, and then we're going to kind of have a big old special episode. So, hey, God. stay tuned for that stuff. <laughs> we're not talk about Iron Fist ever you again. Sound so, well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how shit it is. Um, oh. So, yeah, keep an eye out. we got a little good stuff coming. So, uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>